Welcome to episode one of the Better Fuji Photos podcast. I'm John Peltier. In this episode, I'm going to give you a one-year challenge in using your Fujifilm camera that will not only help you learn your camera, but will also help you become a better photographer no matter where you are in your photography journey. First, some quick announcements. This month's Fujifilm Photographer Member Photo Challenge is Diagonal Lines, open until the end of January here in 2023. You can explore that challenge, see what Diagonal Lines can do with your photography, and a chance to win a $50 gift card to any photography store of your choice. We'll also be publishing the first part of our Lightroom Guide this week, right now exclusively only available to members. And you can check out that membership at photocourses.link slash Fuji members and use the code pod 20 for 20% off your first three months. Now on to this episode. As I mentioned in the trailer, episode zero, I'm going to be alternating between Fujifilm specific episodes and more general photography episodes every week. And I had a tough time deciding how to kick off this podcast here in episode one. And I thought it'd be fun to give you all a challenge for this year as we're publishing this episode in January, 2023. But you can do this challenge for one year whenever you find this episode. This challenge is for brand new photographers, photographers new to the Fujifilm system, veteran photographers making some money off of their photos, photographers who have been using these cameras for years, JPEG photographers, RAW photographers. This challenge will apply to anyone and everyone using Fujifilm cameras. Aspects of it will help everyone. And it has to do with what makes Fujifilm different. We love Fujifilm cameras because they're different for many reasons. The analog controls, the analog look, and the ability to process your photos before you press the shutter button instead of doing it in a raw processor on your computer. And it's this last thing that the challenge will have you do over the coming year. And raw only photographers, just hear me out before you tune out. This challenge using Fujifilm's in-camera styling, I hope can help you too. I'm a raw photographer also, but doing this challenge over the past few years, I can say with 100% certainty has made me a better photographer. At the end of the day, we're using these cameras to capture moments and create images. Create images that make us feel something, that make others feel something. The decisions that you make before and after pressing the shutter button will impact what your photos say and how they make people feel. If you're recording JPEGs, are you just pressing the shutter button and then sharing whatever comes out of the camera? An image that honestly, looks like every other as far as the styling is concerned. If you're recording raw, are you thinking about your exposure choices and what you want the photo to look like after it's processed, but before you capture the photo, which will guide you in your creative and technical decisions before you press the shutter button? Or are you just pressing the shutter button and then waiting to see what happens in post-processing? No matter where you fall on the spectrum of photographers, Using these tools will help your photos say something, especially for JPEG photographers, meaning you're not downloading raw files and then going into a raw processor on the computer. 
you do have nearly endless ways to stylize your photos in the camera before you capture the photo. And we'll look at all of the specifics in coming episodes. If I tried to do that here right now, this episode would be like 36 hours long. But start thinking about it now. Start with the film simulations. Learn their characteristics, when you might want to use them in different situations. Pick out a few that match your style and your genre, just so you have some to hang your hat on when the appropriate situation presents itself. I do offer a free course that takes you through all of those film simulations, and you can sign up for that at photocourses.link slash filmsims, and that'll be in the show notes. But from there, you can further stylize your photos. You can adjust the contrast with the highlight and shadow tone settings and the dynamic range. You can tweak the saturation with the color, color chrome effect and color chrome FX blue settings. Or if you prefer black and white, experiment with the different Acros color filters and further adjust the contrast with those tonal settings. And then you can add some realistic looking film grain. And over time, as you refine these settings, as you learn what these settings do and how they react to different photographic situations, you'll get to where you're saving them as presets in your camera and then recalling them as you go out with your camera. And I call this pre-processing or pre-presets. And RAW-only photographers, you're probably wondering how you fit in here. Now, at least for me, I found that going through this process helped inform my creative and technical decisions when capturing a photo. If I envisioned a high contrast, high saturation scene, I'd call up that preset that I created in the camera, and this helped me compose and expose for that look. Because that is important when working with RAW files. There's more to it than just pushing the button and then trying to do everything in post-processing you need to consider some of those things before capture and doing this process will help with that. And when you are photographing with the JPEGs in mind, that forces you to more carefully consider other things like, again, your exposure choices, your framing choices, the exact moment you press the shutter button, all of the distractions that may be behind your subject that you know you may think that you can clone out in Photoshop or something. But when you're recording for the JPEG, you start to consider things that you may not have considered when you are only shooting for the RAW file. And even if your end goal is to take those files into a RAW processor and process them, it'll still save you time in that RAW processor having an image that is closer to the one that you wanted because you paid attention to those things that you weren't paying attention to before. And you can take it a step further. Another way that this challenge has completely altered my photography, I had been a RAW-only photographer for years. Those photos had to be processed on the computer because you couldn't really stylize them much in Sony or Canon cameras, the cameras that I had been using. But I found that learning how to style in the camera, in Fujifilm cameras, meant that sometimes I'd end up with photos that I didn't have to process on the computer at all. I record both the RAW and JPEG file format, but now for most of my personal work, I'm only using those JPEG files. I have the RAW files as backups, 
And for commissioned or assignment work, I'm still using raw files. But when I'm just going out for myself, I try to utilize my JPEGs as much as possible. Now, the biggest obvious benefit is the time saving, not having to sit in front of a computer and process raw files. I just transfer them straight out of my camera and they're ready to publish wherever I want to publish them. And that has saved me hundreds of hours over the years. And that's time better spent doing other things. But the less obvious benefit to this is the fulfillment and excitement. It is so rewarding to get the image that you want when you press the shutter button rather than waiting to do it in a raw processor. And I can't explain enough how exciting that is. And it's made me appreciate photography more to be more excited about using my camera. And who doesn't want that, right? So that's how this challenge has helped me, a former raw-only photographer, get excited about shooting JPEGs, even if I do plan on processing those raw files later. If I have those JPEGs, I'm done with it. So if you're not already taking advantage of these styling opportunities, start now. If you already are, maybe revisit what you're currently doing. Spend the next year learning all the ways that you can uniquely stylize your photography and stick with it. If you find that it's just too much to handle or it's not helping your workflow, I hope it's not any time lost. You gave it your best shot, but you won't know until you try as the saying goes. And for me, I'm sure glad that I tried it. It has definitely revitalized my love for photography and made me a better photographer. Thank you for listening to the Better Fuji Photos podcast. If you have any Fujifilm or photography related questions that you'd like to have answered on an episode here, please use the link in the show notes to send those in. Help keep this podcast alive by rating, reviewing, and sharing it wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thanks again, stay creative, and we'll see you in the next episode.